Welcome to Navigating Disruption. I'm Shaquille Barmel, and I'm the CEO of Ocean Blue Strategic and partner with the Summit Group. I'm a coach, a consultant, and a speaker, and I help individuals, teams, and leaders navigate disruption with competence, confidence, and character. In the Navigating Disruption podcast, I share insights and interviews with interesting leaders that are making impact in the face of uncertainty. So this year marks the 20th year since I graduated from business school. And this normally would be a homecoming year and we'd be gathering together with our uh, fellow classmates uh, in London, Ontario, just to reconnect and re-engage with the school. We're all looking forward to it. But of course, that is not going to happen this year. And uh, there are some virtual events happening that allow us to re-engage with the school, but it just won't be the same. So I've decided that this year I am going to record a few episodes with former classmates that I haven't seen in the last 20 years as a way of commemorating this uh, special year. Shortly after we graduated uh, in 2000, uh, the U.S. experienced 9-11 attacks, the dot-com bubble burst, then in 2008 we experienced the global financial crisis, and the years since there have been significant advances in technology that have spawned numerous startups, transformed customer experiences, and sparked digital transformations in most large companies. The emphasis on social justice has also shifted leaders' priorities and attention. The focus on diversity and inclusion, gender equality, the Me Too movement, Black Lives Matter, and LGBTQ movements have been positive, but have required changes in almost every aspect of the way organizations work. The last 20 years have been filled with disruption, and our class has been in the middle of it and leading some of it. And now there is a pandemic and the unprecedented and uncertain shift in our lives going forward. So in these episodes, I will have brief interviews with my classmates, members of the MBA 2000 class at Ivy, to answer the question of looking back on the last 20 years, what lessons do you draw that will help us in the next 20 years? I hope you enjoy these interviews. In this first interview, I speak to Christina Chung. I can still picture her sitting across from me in our U-shaped amphitheater classroom at the Ivy Business School building. And I remember her as being very quiet, very calm, perhaps a little shy, but always warm with a smile. Christina, over the last 20 years, has risen through the ranks and is now the chief financial officer of the ProCon group of companies, a prominent service provider in mine development and construction. She has had a great career since leaving Ivy, but I'm not going to go into details now. You can hear it directly from her. It was a joyful conversation as we reminisced and she shared lessons she has learned from living her life based on a set of values. And I'm going to warn you, I was very excited to see her on Zoom. So you might want to turn your volume down just a little bit for our opening greeting. You'll know what I mean in a second. 
Christina, so great to see you after so long. No, definitely, Shaquille. It's uh, really great to be able to see you, even just, you know, over the, uh, the web. It's been 20 years, I believe, it's since I last but, met you. Well, I'm really grateful that you made this time to catch up. It is really, really great to, to, to talk awesome. to you. And, and if you remember back 20 years ago, Wi-Fi was just coming out. <laughs> All of a sudden, we had internet access in our classrooms. And I don't yes. know if you remember, but we had a lot of people that were like day trading yes. um, <laughs> because it was the internet bubble at the same time while we had this Wi-Fi access in the middle of class. I'm sure there's some people that made a lot of money and lost a lot of money. In our, oh, in yeah, our totally. Totally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It's uh, so different now. Uh, you know, it's just uh, seeing the pace of change, uh, you know, of the last uh, even five years. Yeah. You know, it's accelerated, right? You know, 20 years ago. Oh, my goodness. You know, compared to now. Yeah. You know. I still remember, uh, you know, what we use. Oh, floppy disk, <laughs> disk, uh, yeah. floppy disk. Yes, yeah. we we actually had to submit our assignment using floppy disk. I remember that. And, and now, you know, there is no such thing. I don't know if you remember this, but when we had our uh, class, our IT class with Professor Newson, he said, at some point, you're all going to have like a thin kind of computer with no software, absolutely no uh -huh. software and no documents, you're gonna have very little memory on these things, and your software is gonna be sitting somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and like, now, that was uh, 20 years ago. And 20 years ago, yeah. Been in this, so, not that far off. So how are you and your family and? Yeah, doing, doing good. Uh, I guess, you know, the, the COVID uh, basically restrict us to pretty much like stay put. Uh, we live in Vancouver, so, Normally, uh, you know, I do quite a bit of travel, you know, but right. you can't do that now, right? No. You know, with quarantine and just taking risks and, you know, my, my, my folks are in the, uh, the mid-80s. So, you know, there's, they're, they're in the high-risk, uh, you know, sort of category. So, you know, there are different things, you know, uh, in, in the neighborhood that we could appreciate. And, and it's, um, you know, it's beautiful. You know, Canada is beautiful. You know, BC in particular, you know, really beautiful. Yeah. So there are just a lot of things that I'm finding out now that, that we could actually enjoy locally. If you remember our orientation week theme song when we started in 1998 <laughs> was the song by R.E.M. It's the end of the world as we know it. Kind of interesting that 20 years later, we're going through this pandemic. Yeah. And it is the end of the world as we knew it. Mm -hmm. uh, but at the same time, we've been through so many major disruptions over the last 20 years mm -hmm. i felt like you know i mean when we graduated boom times and then the mm -hmm. tech bubble burst and a lot of people mm -hmm. lost their jobs mm -hmm. and then things got better for a bit and then you've got you had financial the world crisis trade, well before that you even had you had the the <laughs> yeah, world yeah, trade Center and, and right 9 11 uh and that changed things supply chains were disrupted the way mm -hmm. we travel was changed Mm -hmm. And then we had the 2008 financial crisis. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we have this. And so, and along the way, we had lots of different changes that are happening. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. And so I wanted to chat with you to just reflect on your last 20 years a little bit, mm. but see what lessons we could draw from that experience that will help us over the next little while. And that's mm -hmm. the conversation I wanted to have with you a, a little bit today. Yeah, no, yeah. perfect. Just want to thank you first, right? You know, before we get into the, the reflection piece, you know, just initiating this, right? You know, because, uh, you know, it, it's, it's not easy to stay connected despite the fact that we have technology. And it's not easy to, you know, like think about, hey, let's just think backwards as to what we've learned because we all just 
march through. You know, we're always running out of time. That's good, good thing that you're doing. So I do want to, you know, thank you. And I really appreciate you reaching out and uh, doing this. So well, well, thank you for first and being, foremost. <laughs> being so responsive. Because of course, you know, I felt a little mm-hmm. bit vulnerable putting this this call out to people because I wasn't sure if people would be like, who's this uh, guy? You know? Who's this guy, right? <laughs> thing, At least it's, it was nice to have a few people remember me and a few people say, yeah, let's, let's do this. And so if we go back to, first of all, actually, if you wouldn't mind telling me yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what's your role right now, what are you doing? Sure. Well, I'm a, a CFO of a mining contracting company in, uh, you know, based in uh, BC, uh, Vancouver, BC. Okay. And, uh, you know, we're not huge, you know, we're, you know, I would say medium to large size. So, you know, we have uh, close to about 700, 800 people right now, uh, you know, basically working on different projects all across Canada and some, you know, international uh, work as well. I joined this company about, I would say, close to six years now. So I guess this is really my first uh, so-called executive position, you know, in, okay. the, in the C-suite. Yeah. Prior to that, automotive sector and then the mining sector. Hmm. It's about half half now, you know. I uh, since graduation, I joined General Motors. Okay. So I was doing a rotation and getting to know, you know, not just the auto business, but just business in general. Right. And uh, leadership, but that helped me, inspired me, and also molded me into, you know, a lot of what I am today and who I am today. Okay. And uh, mining sector was uh, basically I joined mining sector when that financial crisis hit. So 2008, I moved back, you know, from uh, Detroit to, to Vancouver, you know, where my family is. So for personal reasons, uh, you know, health reasons of, uh, you know, my, my family, I moved back, made a decision to, you know, change career okay. and go into a complete different sector. And mining was booming at that time. So then I got into mining with Anglo-American. So okay. start reflecting on it is, uh, you know, less of a title matter, but think of, you know, really what impact am I, you know, creating? And, mm-hmm. and what impact, not just on the, the business itself, but mostly on people right. uh, over time, right? On myself yeah. and over time, you know, the, that, that I've kind of learned through. So that's a lot of things that, um, you know, sort of my premise of uh, my reflection is, yeah. you know, sort of the impact that was created, you know, over the last 20 years. Yeah. So I, I want to dive a little bit into the, your, decision, your career decisions that were driven by family. I would love to explore that a little bit, but if I remember correctly, you were an accountant and what was your aspiration when you came to uh, mm-hmm. do your graduate degree? What was your aspiration? You no, know, I, I, I'm never really just a type of person who's, who likes to sit in a public practice uh, world where I look at some other people's business. I want to yeah. be part of it. Yeah. You know, I want to, uh, you know, be, be, be in the, the action. So Hence, you know, uh, I, I joined the MBA program at Ivy, right? And, uh, and it completely widened my perspective of thinking. And because, you know, the MBA thinking allow us to, and particularly the Ivy training, allow yeah. us to think, you know, very broadly. And then you create a network and, you know, just even the exposure, right? Um, I guess uh, I, I started, you know, basically doing my accountancy in Vancouver, Right. And it's a much smaller market than the East Coast. So, you know, branching out to Ivy allows me to tap into the Eastern Canada type businesses. And obviously, yeah. you know, General Motors is a pretty big right. uh, company now. It was even a bigger company back then. Yeah. So that, that really allows me to, you know, kind of grow in my career in terms sure. of learning about businesses, just in general, not, not yeah. just accounting, finance, but in general, how, how yeah. business is being run. So you joined um, General Motors after mm-hmm. you after you graduated right uh and you joined them in a in a kind of accounting and finance uh role 
Uh, in the finance, they call it the rotation program. Okay. Um, so essentially, they move you around uh, to different departments, and uh, because you know General Motors is so big, right. when you're part of a department, it felt for me. I, I and in particular, I want to widen my perspective, yeah. right? So I'm not staying in like the controller, you know, type right. environment. So you know, I my wide spectrum went from you know uh, employment costs, you know, dealing with labor union uh, benefits, pension to you know the the design of a vehicle i was part of a product team um and i was you know uh, involved with the, the the vehicle design not that i was designing the vehicle wow. but <laughs> from the the financial aspect you know supporting that working with you know joint venture partners uh to you know my last in a gm was internal audit i was uh you know not 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 thinking it would be fun but in fact it opened uh, you know my set of eyes to something else about internal controls how, what it means to an organization. Um, so, you know, I think looking back now, although I, you know, complain about it <laughs> as I was going in, but, you know, those experiences that I built up, you know, really helped uh, with, you know, what I need to use today. Keeping that learning attitude is key. And uh -huh. I think you hear that from a lot of leaders. Yeah. You know, you're, you're, you're continuously learning. You never yeah. stop learning. You yeah. can always learn something from somebody else. Yeah, yeah, that's such an important, I am so glad you said that because I, I also agree with you. I think that's one of the key things that young people and leaders right now, it doesn't matter what level you are in your career, that constant learning and opening your mind and listening to others and, and, and learning all the time is really important. For exactly. Sure. And so exactly. would you say that's, I mean, just working across so many different functions and areas, what was great about it and what was really difficult about it? Because of the rotation, uh, maximum, you know, we usually stay just maximum two years. So, and, you know, I, I, I learned that, you know, usually the first six months of, you know, going into something new you, is the glassy eyes uh, period. Right. But, you know, if you succeed in getting through the six months and you can start, uh, you know, adding value, right? So, right. but usually in the, uh, the second year is where you accelerate. So, I guess uh, in my, earlier on in my career is more about, you know, learning the technical side of things, you know, like um, uh, pension or, you know, labor agreement, you know, those are complicated things. And yeah. <laughs> so uh, to, you know, like learning about vehicle design, you know, how to market a vehicle, you know, how much do I know, right? You know, um, yeah. so I think the technical side was uh, something that I was putting a lot of time in learning. But one thing that um, I guess, you know, I've, and that was one, one uh, advice that I got from uh, actually a, men, um, a good mentor of mine that I still kept in touch with today. She was a senior finance. Uh, she, in fact, was the VP finance uh, at yeah. that time with GM Canada. She, she told me, you got to lift your head up. <laughs> Notice, I guess, uh, as with, and I, I joined as an analyst. So, you know, you constantly <laughs> put your yeah. head down. You're always on some spreadsheet. You're reading something. You're connecting with folks, but you got to lift your heads up because you, you need to deal with people. And, and right. that's the side that I start to, you know, learn that, you know, and in, 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 as you move up, not only about moving up, but if you want to be effective in the business world, unless you're just a one man show a one woman show, you got to work with people. Yeah. So lifting your head up, start talking to folks, start listening to other people, help you, you know, build, uh, you know, uh, a better relationship and be able to, you know, move things forward. So that's um, something that I guess I learned through the process. That was a bit of a gift, I think, that advice that that uh, executive yes. gave you to lift your head up. I, it, I can see as you're talking about it, it has had an impact on you. 
Oh, totally. It's just uh, what I learned is, uh, and I learned a lot through, and it's, uh, I really grew through kind of learning and observing what others do. And, and in particular, I see that, you know, uh, good mentors are the one that, you know, really show a keen interest in you. Right. And to see your blind spot, know you well, and be able to just really tell you in, you know, a couple of words, what are some of these things that you need to watch out for. Right. And until this day, I remember. Uh, yeah. I remember I use it and I, you know, share with other people um, and, and hope that, you know, it uh, will help them as well. So, yeah. yeah, no, it's, it's. I mean, you touched on something that I believe is also very important is um, appreciating candor. Yes. Appreciating somebody that will call out something in your blind spot. Totally. And, and actually embracing it instead of cowering <laughs> and protecting yourself. Exactly. You know, we don't have so much time in a day, you know, like I think it's rather beating around the bush and putting flowery language around it to sell something to someone, just be direct because, you know, it's a, it will help that person. Um, and, you know, and it's a small world, you know, whether you're in business or anything, you know, like you, you, you come in contact with the same person at times, yeah. right? So it's good to be candor and, and show, you know, who you are, what you're expecting, and, you know, a shortened the time to get to the point. <laughs> yeah, know? absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, really good. I mean, gosh, just in that few minutes, there's so much I picked up. You talked about <laughs> learning. You talked about, um, uh, yes, the analytics and learning the technical aspects of any kind of new challenge you have is really important. But as important as engaging with people, listening, observing, yes. understanding the people dynamics, and then having people in your life that will tell you the truth without the without the soft language and flowery language just tell you what you need to hear and, and move on so you can grow one one thing i found is that there's a time for everything there is really a time i think it's part of maturity right yeah. all of us kind of learn through the process and it's like hey you know now i understand what this means and now i'm willing i think that's a part you know like i'm willing to open up to be flexible to learn yeah. I'm willing to be humble, to acknowledge that I, I don't know everything. Yeah. I'm willing to understand that other people could be right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so important. very important. And, yeah. and uh, it's really keeping an open mind versus uh, just being critical, which is another, you know, good trait of an accountant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. No. Growing from auditor, you know, I know everything, you know, like there's a book that I go by, you know, you're wrong, you know, let me show you. Um, that attitude, you know, as you go through business, you need to change because you can't always, and as you know, right, you know, if you work with people that always tell you you're wrong, yeah, you don't want to deal with this person. Right. So how, how could you create an impact or a change, you know? Yeah. So that's also what I learned that, you know, yeah, you, you need to really be humble as a leader, you know, yeah. um, listen and, and um, listen and listen, you know, before you open your mouth. <laughs> I've never quite, actually met an accountant like you, <laughs> Christina, <laughs> because I mean, the, the, the insight you, you're bringing to a very uh, technical profession, I can totally understand why you've risen to the C-level uh, in your current role, because I think the approach I'm hearing from you is, is unique in your profession. I'm still struggling, uh, you know, every day as well, right, to establish what you know, my role is supposed to be, you know, I, I am in the mining world, so, yeah. and, and automotive. So you can see, you know, there's yeah. a lot of, you know, stereotyping there. And, you know, constantly there are people who try to put you in a shoebox and go, this is your sure. role, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ethics. As long as you hold fast on a number of these things, then, you know, you, you can pivot. 
even just the whole accountancy, I think, you know, as a whole profession is starting to change as well, right? Mm -hmm. I think the old mentality stereotype that, you know, you're just an auditor. Right. To now, you know, I think CPA is doing a fine job in, you know, basically uh, reshaping, you know, what a professional, you know, uh, accountant who carries a CPA means. Right. Um, it's not just someone you go to for tax advice or, you know, just to get a signature on your auditor statement so that right. you say, I am compliant. Right. right. Um, but, you know, they, they offer great insights. And I think, you know, uh, the, the education side of things in terms of the training also start to change. Yeah. A lot of these things, uh, as with any profession, whether it's engineer or, or, or architect or whoever, you know, I think it's just part of uh, us maturing. As yeah. we, and you need that experience. Yeah. That experience comes through, you know, uh, dealing with people. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, you know, and one word I want to uh, introduce uh, as well, and I'm sure you heard that before, in, in dealing with constant changes, you need to make sure that you learn how to pivot. Yeah. Right. So you can't stay constant, but you need to hold fast on, you know, certain, you know, things that are constant, like your values, right. Uh, to, 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 to uh, create an influence. Yeah. I, I love what you said about pivot. I, I was, I, I talk a lot about pivoting and the analogy mm -hmm. I have. The first time I ever heard the word pivoting was when I was on the uh, high school basketball team and we had <laughs> coach that yes. taught us about pivoting, right? You plant one yes. foot down yes. in an area of strength and then you scan the environment to see what else you could do and what other options are, are. And I think it's a perfect analogy for this time. In fact, for all times. Um, yes. Because there are people that I'm sure you've come across, I've come across when things don't turn out the way they had planned or expected, they freeze. Uh, yeah, I know. Right? Or they end up getting in a lot of conflict with the people around them because things are not turning out the way they wanted it versus exactly. the person that pivots and says, okay, well, let's learn from this. And, and what It's a very we... rare occasion that you get everything right. Then that is the uh, uh, case where you win a lottery because you yes. guess all six numbers right. <laughs> but <laughs> other than that, any <laughs> forecast means it, it's, a, it's a guess, right? Yeah. You, 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 you just have to you know, continue to pivot to make sure that you uh, reach the expectation, yeah. right? Touched on something where you made some major career decisions because of your family and your parents. And I went through mm -hmm. something similar. I'd love to hear your story about oh, sure. kind of what thought process you went through and what was going on in the family at the time that you made that change. Sure. It was actually 2007, if I remember exactly. My, my last role at General Motors, uh, I was uh, an internal audit. And in fact, I wasn't just working in Detroit. I was uh, basically dispatched out to uh, uh, Asia. So right. that was sort of, you know, my, my uh, opportunity to actually branch out for international business. And that, that was what was happening, uh, just getting to, to network and get to see, you know, the other uh, divisions uh, to pave my way out. Um, but also it was at a that high time, point. It was a high point in your career. It was a high point. Okay. <laughs> exactly. It was a high point. Um, and, uh, you know, but, you know, my, my dad had some heart problems at that time, you know, and uh, when he came, uh, you know, visit me back in 2007, you know, he basically, you know, blacked out one day. Oh, and wow. then, you know, uh, he had to go through a bunch of tests and leading to the fact that, you know, he need to uh, get a bypass. Right. Um, the triple bypass. So, you know, it was at that time I, I went back to Detroit already. Um, so I was like thinking, okay, what should I do there? And it was uh, close to 2008, you know, late 2007. And uh, I, I came back, uh, you know, home for six weeks to, you know, basically uh, take care of them uh, or just, just be there for, for my folks. 
And during these six weeks, I still have, you know, a lot of really good friends that I grew up with here in Vancouver. And uh, uh, one in particular, you know, he already, you know, has a successful uh, career here asked me, why don't you just, you know, send your resume out and, and just see yeah. what happens. Yeah. So I did. Door just opened and then I got an offer within a week um, and uh, essentially, you know, went back to Detroit <laughs> and ended in my resignation and go by, wow. uh, you know, I'm, I'm moving. Um, and it was, you know, if you remember, like GM went through a big crisis back in 2008. So yeah. it was right before, uh, right after I left, actually, uh, I didn't really hear anything while I was still there. And I, you know, came back and then all of a sudden they went through, you know, a lot of the, uh, the um, chapter 11 type things. Right. So a lot of changes. So, so if I would have stayed, then, you know, I think it would be a very difficult time. Right. Uh, who knows what would have happened, right? Right. So I guess my decision back then, you know, it was very difficult, uh, but and the, at the same time, you know, um, you know, I, I'm a Christian, so, you know, yeah. I, I pray about these things and, yeah. and talk to, uh, talk to uh, friends and talk to, uh, you know, uh, family as well. And I knew, you know, I have to choose. Right. Right. Career or, yeah. uh, or basically family. Right. Yeah. And uh, I chose family. Yeah. And uh, was it a difficult decision? Yes, it was a difficult decision. But, you know, career, you can always, you know, build somewhere else and do something else. General Motors is not the only company. It was great, right. for, you know, to me, but it's not the only company. Yeah. So, yeah, but family, I only have one. Yeah. So, I, so I chose family, came back, and uh, it took me a while, actually, to really uh, convince myself that I made the right decision, to be honest. Because yeah. uh, also as part of growing up and yeah. being matured as well as I always, you know, look at other people, <laughs> yeah, sure. compare, you know, yeah. those are, those are very, uh, you know, uh, dangerous things to do. Yeah. So, you know, uh, I, I kick myself at times. I was like, Oh, you know, if I've done this and that, you know, I would be here now, but at the end of the day, you know, now looking back, it's been 12 years since I moved back here, you know, it, it's done great to me. Yeah. It's done great to my family. You know, yeah. my dad survived, you know, my, my parents are, you know, like pretty, pretty good. Uh, health-wise and, uh, you know, emotionally stable as well. So, you know, I, I, I do, you know, thank God for that. And I'm very uh, grateful for, yeah. for the opportunities given. And um, so, yeah, I, I, no regret. It really does speak to living your life and your career um, based on a set of values, right? Yes. In, in your case, there's family values and Christian values. Um, but it's living your life based on some kind of value system that helps you during these times where there's difficult choices to make. Totally. And, and, uh, you know, I'm a human too, you know, you tend yeah. to go back and reflect and, and, and kick yourself and so forth. But at the end of the day, and that's something I think I remember learning at the Ivy. Yeah. God, uh, the, the most important thing is to make a decision. Right. Right. And move right. on. Move on. <laughs> so, and, and that's what I, I uh, keep reminding myself. You make yeah. your decision, don't look back, move on. Move on. I, I know. It's so, and we hear so much of it now. I listen to, I'm sure you do as well. I listen to a lot of podcasts and one of the standard things about leading in crisis mode is um, just do something, make a move. And uh, yeah. I think that's absolutely right is, is, is keep moving forward is a really important, important recognition. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it's so interesting, the, the experience you just talked about, making decisions based on family and, and the reflection. I went through something almost exactly the same. Oh. Um, and it was, um, 
it, it was a situation where my mom passed away suddenly, unexpectedly. Oh, I'm sorry. To hear um, no, thank you. It was uh, years ago now. But mm. at the time, you know, I remember my uh, wife and I were flying back with the kids, young kids at the time, flying to Vancouver for the funeral. And mm. I remember saying to her that I think it's time. I think it's time we mm. get back home. Mm-hmm. And there's something just drawing me there. And uh, I had always been focused on my career, management right. consulting and then senior management at, at Pure Later. I loved my job. That's at right. I really yeah, you, you were doing really well. <laughs> um, but then something clicked that said uh, family is really important and our kids need to grow up with their family around them. And mm-hmm. my dad's going to need support now that my mom is gone. Right. And, right. and it's funny when I, once I put that out there, as difficult as it was, everything kind of fell in place. Uh-huh. Um, a, amazing promotion opportunity opened up within right. a year later in Vancouver. Right. <laughs> and the company came to me and said, hey, we have this opportunity here right. in Vancouver. Um, I know you have family in Vancouver. Would you be interested? And I was right. like, are you kidding me? So I yeah. got a promotion, moved to Vancouver. Everything was great. I was there to support my dad. It turns then out that my father-in-law got very sick and then passed uh, away from that. But my wife was able to be there by his side. Yeah. And my dad ended up getting cancer and I was there to support uh, him through that. He's doing great now. Okay. But you know, okay. when you make your decisions based on values, things just have a way yes. of unfolding for you. That is very true. That is very true. And I think, you know, that's a, a perspective that we kind of, you know, learn, you know, as we grow up in life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what, what are the true values, you know, like, uh, you know, materialistic things, money and fame and everything, you know, those are, they don't last. Right. And, uh, you know, is it uh, just a few more likes, you know, on the internet that gives you, you know, the boost or yeah. is there something else? Yeah, uh, I think yeah. No, those those are you know really good uh, experience that you just shared there. But yeah. that's that's really it. You know, it's not the end. You think it's the end? You think yeah. you can predict everything? We can't. You know, yeah. so just just give it a shot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was that's that, that's that's wonderful. I'm gonna ask you one last question before we wrap up sure. today. Um, a big part of of, of um, kind of being in leadership is kind of a daily. You talked about learning. Um, uh, do you have a daily practice of reflection on the things you're learning or experiencing recently joined uh, you know over the last i would say eight to nine months it's a it's sort of you know executive uh, coaching plus sort of executive you know uh, small group sharing type support group type yeah. uh, forum and you know we we do meet uh, if not once a month you know every other month so you know that forum allows us to share you know some of our okay. they call it big rocks yeah. so that's a point where we you know get to reflect as well yeah. Right. So, uh, just what what are some of these uh, biggest gaps that we need to you know uh, resolve so you, and you know? So you have to reflect out. yourself in order to be able to share in. Correct. The correct. Right. Correct. Right. Exactly. So when so, you're doing that reflection to prepare for these meetings, where are you typically? Are you doing this in the car? Are you doing it when you walk? Where are you when you're doing it? I'm doing it in my basement. <laughs> That's where I work <laughs> these days. So uh, exactly where I work these days. So uh-huh. essentially, yeah, you know. My, my thing is uh, I need to basically sit still and create for myself a quiet moment, a space, you know, where I could, and I, I write these things down. Right. So, you know, um, it's not just a, a thought that just, you know, came through. Um, but usually, yeah, that's, that's how I, you know, usually get the most out of it. 
you write it down. I think that's such an important, important practice is to think about it. It doesn't matter where you think about it. It could be while you're on the treadmill, in the woods, or in your that's basement. Right. But the key for you is actually, you know, putting down on paper. And, and Yeah, and, putting and, down on paper. And, uh, you know, I, I carry a little, you know, professional development book with me, you know, okay. um, you know and, and I get to flip back, right? You know, oh, what was my problem, you know, two months yeah. ago? Yeah. Did I, you know, uh, improve on that, you know, or is it still a problem? So, oh, that's, you know, that's good. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's, that's helpful for me. Uh, yeah. wouldn't say, you know, that, that I have done, you know, super well <laughs> in a yeah. lot of them. So, you know, it takes time to kind of, you know, uh, overcome, you know, certain, uh, certain, uh, trials as well. Yeah. Right. So, but you do look back, I guess you do look back and say, what did I want to learn then? Did I do it? How did it go? Yeah. Um, what's the next level that kind of thing? Exactly. And, you know, with COVID times as well, right, you know, you, you constantly are learning and, and yeah. you know, the government, everybody's trying to figure out. <laughs> yeah. So you do need to kind of, you know, sit back and uh, re uh, reflect it as well. You know, how, how did we do it? How, March, you know, how do we react to this? Yeah. Up to this point, you know, did we do well? Did we not? And uh, are there gaps that we still need to fill? Because yes, winter is coming. Yeah. Are you going to prepare yourself? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I really enjoy this conversation. Christina, oh, thank, thank you, Shakil. Yeah, same here. Taking the time and for sharing some pretty deep thoughts uh, and being pretty open about some of your personal experiences. Um, I think that what you've shared today uh, is going to be very valuable for a lot of people. I do hope some new grads listen to it as well <laughs> as some of our people that graduated around the same time uh, yeah. listen to it. And, uh, and I look forward to staying in touch with you, Christina. I'm very grateful. Oh, same here. You know, we Thank were together you. 20 years ago, but we were able to kind of somehow, even though we hadn't talked in 20 years, still come back and connect at a very, a, a very deep level. And I'm grateful for that. Thank you. No, I'm um, thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much, Shakyu, for the, all this. So here's the wisdom I picked up from Christina. First, be open to new challenges. Immerse yourself in the technical details of your new project. At first, you will be overwhelmed for sure. But at some point, you will start to add value. Second, never lose sight of the importance of relationships and the perspectives of other people. Listen with humility. Third, make your decisions based on a set of values. And if you practice a faith, lean on that faith during times of tough decisions. Family first. With that, you can never go wrong. And finally, Find a support system of people you trust and take the time to reflect on a regular basis. Write down your reflections and look back at them from time to time. I hope that was helpful for you and I hope you continue to listen. Um, at some point, I'll be introducing another interview with another one of my classmates. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning in. If you liked this episode, please do rate or leave a review. It'll help others like you find this show. See you next time.